So using this uh, theme of, of balance, which I think is both kind of simple, obvious reference, nothing esoteric, and yet it's also uh, quite profound, because you can recognize, we can recognize, quite simply, you can recognize uh, you know, balance itself is a fairly rare experience, though we all understand it. The sense of what balance means, means there's both stability, it's not rigid, there's a stasis, but it's not a fixed thing. It's not a kind of a clinging thing. You can't cling with balance, because, I mean, because then, you, then whenever you, what you cling to tips over, you lose balance. So, it's also non-locational. That is, if you're, yesterday I was walking along and I was carrying a little cup of some, some soya milk. It's quite full. So I was walking, I had to be aware of the soya milk, aware of the, the where I was walking, aware of opening a gate, aware of how the body was. It's just this continual all-round sense to not spill the, the milk, soya milk, so where, where's, where's one's attention? You just look at the soil milk, that isn't going to do it. You're going to be aware of the, your feet, how you move, how your body moves, what other things are happening around. So there's a general overall sense which can locate itself in any particular area when that's needed. So if you're walking too fast, you slow down. You know, so you can aware of that. Um, So it can be located in any particular place, and yet it's not fixed in that place. Its overall intention is to find <coughs> balance. When you're in balance, there's a sense of flow, no snagging, no, no adhesion, no snagging, no pushing, no hanging back. You know. So where's that? When you're in balance, also, in that... In, generally means everything in you is, is participating. There's nothing sleeping, nothing dozing off. Yeah. Everything's got to contribute to be alert and attentive. If you're walking a tightrope, you know, your toes, your feet, your hands, your whole body has to know that, even if it's not acting, it's to be aware because it means any part that doesn't have awareness in it tends to go out of balance, it's not part of it, there's an energy if you like, which is the completion of it all, completes it, and awareness carried through, through a subtle form of energy, energy being with what we're doing in the fullness of that, so you can notice, you know, you, when you operating like in in such a sense tightrope walking very attitude if you're frightened or overconfident that's going to affect the whole balance isn't it it's not purely a physical thing if you're in a hurry or if you're hanging back that's going to affect it so it's mental psychological physical mm. As we all know, sometimes we feel quite different when we're on our own than when we're with other people. You know, we can feel quite pressurized or, or um, even crushed or intimidated just by being in the presence of other people. You've got to find a, a balance 
how you are with other people, mm. where you're not just completely disappearing, and you're not trying to dominate everything or have everything your own way. So it's that sense. It's a continual kind of subtle dialogue has to occur, which is not even necessarily verbal. It's attitudinal. It's acknowledgement of there are other things here that have to be taken into account. And it's also um, you know, it's physical gestures, if you're doing external circumstances, attitudes of mind, uh, general awareness, it covers everything. It's a useful reference to have. Because with the sense of when one is in balance, then the system doesn't create gross forms of self. The gross forms of self is when you you feel yourself to be, you know, the loser or the winner or the leader or the last or whatever. When these things crystallize and you actually feel yourself to be that, then automatically, you know, you know, you, you're, stick, you're sticking out, aren't you? That's what existence means. It means to exist, means to stand out. And the aim is not to stand out, but not to collapse either. So we can think, well, I don't want to be on it. I'm really nobody. I'm just a nobody. I'm not really here. And that collapse throws everything out of balance too. Because, you know, it's you've got to join the dance and be part of that. Uh, so certainly, you know, internally and externally, this is quite a wisdom thing because, you know, what, what, what dance can you be part of? You know, what can you actually, how can you be part of that? What fits, what's suitable? So these gross forms of self can dissolve. In terms of meditation, you know, There are, um, you know, before you can get the fine attunement, you have to get the basic stuff down. Mm-hmm. There's physical elements lining up as best they can. Topics settled as best they can, mm-hmm. so that you're not at least meditating and trying to figure out you know how to what kind of meal you've got to cook today you can if you are you can at least say well right now i'm going to look at look at the sense of worry or agitation so there are no real topics that actually have to be dealt with those topics may arise you've got the ability you've got the possibility to say okay well let's look at that you know i don't have to believe in that particular topic i don't have to dismiss it either but I look at, say, the anxiety or the apprehension or whatever it is. So then you can always, you can actually de- set things up so that you can come to that, to that place. You're going to get your external life balanced enough. Exterior realities. Both in terms of your own body and in terms of your, your group. You know, you're okay with the other people. 
If you're not, you better address that. Otherwise, it's con- you know you can't just keep smoothing it away in your own mind as if it as if uh, it's purely a psychological internal interior issue. Some of these things are exterior, need to be dealt with in suitable ma- ways. I think we've all kind of tend to get look for monologues, monological solutions. That is, everything could be solved by meditation. Just sit there, and everything will dissolve and fine, you know, everything's just empty and void of self, just keep that going, everything else will fall apart. And uh, there are, there are <laughs> as though it is in Sangha life, there are some pretty um, long, uh, um, a lot of things get, a lot of st- things get shoved under carpets in that particular attitude, you know, until eventually the carpets can't, because it's so bumpy. <laughs> You've got hippos under those carpets. You can't can't hardly walk across the room because there's so many lumps in the carpet. Sometimes you've got to say, look, there is a problem here. It's not just purely my my resentment or my irritation. (laughs) Something needs to be addressed. (laughs) And this is something that, as a kind of meditator's bias, tends to be towards everything is purely interior, internal, and it's all void and relative. You know, that's a view. You know, that view certainly is valuable and is something that one arrives at. You know, but it's it's uh, you can't jump there. You've actually got to work through to that uh, to that place where that particular view is pertinent is actually was needed. And before that, there are other views that are useful and needed. It's a hierarchy of views, if you like. First one is, if you like, do good karma. Do good, stop doing bad. You know? um, secondly, you know, to acknowledge we do have an we do have surfaces and they do have effects. We do have physical forms. We do live in groups. We do we are people, and that has effects. You have to deal with some of that. You know. And uh, and then because then you not then you don't have to do this this kind of this sleight of hand of trying to dismiss things as empty because they they empty by themselves if they're emptying by themselves you know it shouldn't be you've got to kind of keep trying to blast things into emptiness or shrug things into emptiness or look the other way and pretend they're empty they're supposed to just open and melt. If they're not doing that, it's probably because there's something else that needs to be addressed. You know. Mm. So on the internal, interior level, there can be, uh, you know, we say the gross forms need to be addressed, such as things like dullness, tired, you know, energy, energy, energy problems, health problems, are just, if you like, also energy problems. Energy's not circulating. Uh, what is that, awake? Mm. Problems concerning, um, you know, uh, restraint in terms of sensuality, sexuality, sense appetites, 
you know, they have to be, they have to be addressed with rest- by the pr- sense of just restraining, collecting, non-proliferation. Yeah, so, think, you know, so there's an, when you get these gross forms, which doesn't mean they're bad, but they just are, um, they tend towards um, gross expression, there's expression on the gross plane, plane of, of separation. And the more that we are drawn towards the, the sensual realm, where there's, bound, there's the separation, the coming, the going, the loss, the me, the you, the more we embed into that, then uh, the more we are rooted in that particular dualistic form that's always going to be stress, stress in it, separation, uh, comparisons, contrasts, comings and goings, and it's like that. And it's not a, anybody's fault, it just is that way. So, you know, it's just acknowledged sensory realm. You can actually um, cultivate the kind of qualities of of restraint and also the qualities of feeding the mind so that we've got an alternative source to attend to and to receive benefit from. And then our, then our attitudes toward the sense realm is much more balanced. We're not actually asking anything from it. We're not, uh, you know, we're not sucking on it. We handle it, move it. We are. We have a sense of being able to, to um, operate in that that domain, not to ignore it. But there isn't that pathology of tanha, which is this reflex of needing to suck in. Mm. You know, when one's leaning on it. Mm. So that level has to be addressed. You find your find your balance, and there's a sense of joy that comes from as you you know as you enrich awareness, steadily, carefully enrich awareness. Then there's that sense in which one becomes less drawn, less pushed by the sense realm, sensory realm. You, it's like you find a little, and there's something nice just about having that quality of ease, fevers, and the and the rigidity and the fears around it, a sense of ease. But always the aim is towards balance rather than view, you know, of negation or affirmation. It's just, it's, it's a light quality that we're aiming for. So as things come into balance, and as we practice you know, something using mindfulness of breathing as a, as a standard, as a, as a basis to explain a lot of these uh, processes, mm-hmm. then you've got a, a subtle sense object breathing in and out the body, mm. and just so that's quite refined. Being in the body, staying in that, you've got something that you can keeps you present, and to the point when you've kind of 
fully open to that, like your awareness can now um, spread over all of that. So it's rather like you can wear the, the beginnings, the endings, the pauses, and so forth, and, and the energies of that. And there's a sense as you find yourself more at ease with that, it begins to just open and soften and relax. And it's much more a question of, of being with. You know, if you don't want to keep pushing it around, controlling it, trying to make it work, or you know, just being with it. It's a, it's a shift that comes. So there's always this sense of the result of handling the grosser forms such as breathing in and out is, is a gross form. As you come to a point where you can actually just maintain being with, you don't have to keep trying to find it, lose it, drop it, pick it, you know. And you, so you, you're, able to, you're able to just relax a little bit and just be with that particular flow. If you're comfortable with it, you've found your way with it. You've found it where it works for you, particular points in your body or the particular attitudes that make it work. Mm, how it, you know you visualize it or you use a mantra or you take up particular places and you expand your awareness of where it feels good and it makes it work for you the result is you get a sense of just being able to be with and there's a there's a sh- change of intent intent becomes much more much subtler The energy becomes subtler, so the, you know. As I was saying the other day, you have these different aspects or regions of the mind. The intent, which is the the eye sense, the the doing bit, and the effect, the effective sense, which is the stuff and the stuff that's happening to us. It happens. You know. It happens, that's the effects. I do, that's the intent. And there's the overall view of how am I, how am I? How am I getting on? Yeah, which is just the kind of regard or self-regard, self-view. Which may not be that apparent at first. It comes up in phases. Suddenly you feel, oh, I'm not doing very well. And then... Or, hey, that was good, I'm getting on, getting better, I'm not doing so well. So this this kind of self-regard comes up, keeps assessing, knowing ourselves. Now when you're in balance, actually that self-regard doesn't happen. That's part of the the joy of it. These gross self-forms don't occur. There's just a sense of lightness and you know, and you've forgotten yourself or it's not happening. What occurs is that the is the intent, as your intent becomes subtler, it it doesn't keep getting into that, it doesn't create those particular forms. It doesn't do that particular bit. And the intent really is, is to just to be with. 
purify the sense of being with the feeling, with the shifting, with the energies as they are. And this comes possible when the energies and the feelings are able to be managed within the boundaries of the mind. They're not continually throwing you out. Um, they're, they're, so you've done enough of the preliminary work to be able to come into a much more settled domain. And then it's a matter of feeling these into these energy bases, these, these felt bases, kind of, if it's quite bright or vigorous or stirring or sinking or expanding or flowing, fiery, mm. spacious, particular tensions that arise in the body, places that suddenly seem to want to open up, and being with that. It's a particular energy of that intention as its effects. It's a it's a kind of energy that is able to to um, suffuses the entire mind. There's a sense of well-being or harmony or balance or listening. It's 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 no longer got any particular position. It's just an overall given attention, given awareness. hasn't got any particular point. It's not particularly focused on an object. You can rest within the, 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 uh, the, the domain of the meditation object. And energy is associated with breathing and out, being present. But it's not particularly fixed on any particular point. Just surveying and you get the sense of where the pressures are where the releases need to happen, where attention is called for, and then just being with that, being with that particular place, particular point, particular experience. And see, you you kind of listen to it, see what it needs to do. Allow it to to be to do what it needs to do, to, to feel, to, to, to move. And if one has done, if one has a skillfully uh, arrived at that particular place, then what it wouldn't need to do is just to find its own level you feel energies tend to shift and there's a settling you calm down or you brighten up or there's a parts of your body seem to, to momentarily flood with a particular energy or, or spaciousness and then and they settle again but it's important to arrive at that place through the whole in attitude of balancing external realities, internal realities, gross planes, gross forms. 
I was talking with Nathan um, Piercilo, and someone Thai monk. So he said, most every 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 range retreat and any of the monasteries he's been at, somebody always goes goes slightly potty or cracks up. Because mm. it, you know, it's this kind of tremendous sense of faith in in the in the meditation or faith in the system. You know, so you just go into this uh, monologue. Monological, just this. This is all I need, just to do this, just to be here. That's it. Now I'll do it. And uh, you know, one hasn't actually prepared the ground. You know, so people neglect their bodies or don't talk to anybody. You know, as if you don't need to actually check out your social domain. Doesn't matter. Or you don't check out your physical uh, health, or you don't check. There's no history involved. Like as if we can suddenly forget all our history. You know, just be here now, kind of thing. And yet everybody is is really at the leading edge of their history, aren't they? We are here now, and yet we feel like we're the we're the leading edge of the wave at this particular moment. Where's that wave come from? You know. So all that has its effects. Your own profile, if you like. So you've got to kind of bear all these things in mind. If you're someone who's tremendously driven, or someone who's always had a problem with um, reticence or intimidation or being abused of that nature, that's all going to have its effects. You can't just, you know, drop all that and go to the breath. Imagine that's not going to need to be addressed need to be addressed. You've got to f- deal with some of these gross issues or gross effects skillfully, carefully, with the same kind of quality of attention as you deal with anything else. Because it's like you don't get to the subtler domains in a skillful way until you've dealt with the grosser domains. So in, certainly in retreat, you know, we we try to integrate in a kind of pretty simplistic way. You know, there's, there's actions, there's work, the senses in which we're together, there's things we do, there's a certain limited, admittedly, amount of conversation, and uh, there's a sense of having been in a community for a number of months or sometimes years. So there's a feeling of general okayness, probably, you know, little bits and pieces of grit here and there, but basically okay, you know, so that kind of thing is important. And you've got to actually put time in to make keeping that going. That's not, you know, a purely worldly issue. It's part of the practice. But to do it with a care and... Uh, um, aware of what one's doing. So that we can move into, we can allow the process to take us to the subtle levels rather than skip bits of it, try to jump into the subtler stuff, which seems to be the whole point, you know, get to the subtle stuff. But it's also how you get there that really counts. how you get there.
So one thing that tends to occur for uh, yeah, as an indication is when we get these gross forms, well, relatively gross forms of self-intent. You know, so you find just in your practice, you find yourself becoming, in some ways, internalized. You get this internal sense of being always busy. You know, lots of you say there's always pressure in your practice. Or you feel you're always kind of having to fight things and cut things down, or you're always trying to heal everything. So you become the healer, or the mother, or the warrior, or the or the scientist, or something. You know? So you, you you know you can these 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 are not physical forms, but these are gross gross mental forms, psychological forms. Mm-hmm. And the practice can easily. Um, give authenticity to these because they do sort of work you know so if you you know the aim is to warrior of course is a very simple archetypal form that um, a lot of the suggestions and pieces of cultural mythology in, in our practice easily give rise to it has its validity it has its purpose but if it sticks there if it becomes an internal form it's imbalanced mm. because the idea is a dissolving of these things. You're just coming to to a place where that the you know dissolution starts to arrive. You don't do it. We can find ourselves maybe in a, alternatively a kind of mothering form where you have to attend to every feeling and feel it and know it and you know. And that is an imbalance because you end up crystallizing in that particular way, and as you as you form internally in that way, you also start to form externally in that way, and so you create karma in that particular way. The aim is the dissolution of karma, the dissolution of of any particular form, even on these psychological levels. So you really don't have, you know, you don't have an act. You don't have a strategy. You don't have a paradigm. You don't have a, just do it this way and that's it. You don't have one of those. (laughs) You don't know what to do apart from to, to be with, feel it out. Yeah find where the pressure ceases, where it feels lighter. Whatever works for you, sometimes it's a push, sometimes it's a stroke, sometimes it's a duck, sometimes it's whatever it is, but you you don't have a particular form. And sometimes that seems like really like, doesn't feel very inspiring, does it? You're this kind of don't know person. Just kind of getting by. Well, that is uh, tremendously useful in terms of dealing with this bhava-vibhava instinct, reflex, that so infiltrates the practice and gives this self-regard, you know, who we sense ourselves as being. So when you can't sense yourself as being anything in particular, and yet you're present, that's a good sign. When you can't typify yourself as 
you know, the, the saint or the pure one or the all-loving one or the all-conquering one. That's good. <laughs> that's not bad, that's good. So you don't want to be the, the all-loving one, the all-conquering one, the, the all-pure one. You want to be able to just be present, you know, be with. This bhava vibhava, becoming, non-becoming, existence, non-existence, where we kind of, you know, sense we are being something. And it's internal level, the expert on this. You don't want to be the expert. You don't want to be the failure either, or the victim, or, you know, the person who... There's still forms, there's kind of decrepit forms, and, you know, wonderful forms, but all these forms are indications of, hey, hey, careful, you know, don't keep playing this card, don't keep following this one, you know, look at what's driving, what's motivating, and see if you can... Look at it from another angle. Are you, you know, are you someone who actually doesn't want to deal with conflict? So you're always trying to make things soft and nice and okay and sweet and fine and you know we're all loving, very peaceful. You don't actually want to feel conflict. So that sense of, you know, we tend to constellate around being the kind of all allowing, spacious one. The feet, then I mean, the sense of that is well, then at least I won't get any conflict. But you still get conflict. Because <laughs> sooner or later, if you become all allowing and spacious, sure enough, you're going to get plenty, plenty more stuff to come your way. You know, you're like a vacuum cleaner, you just suck up more and more people's stuff, you become all allowing. You're going to be someone who says, No, I don't allow, stop, enough of this, I've had enough, finished. <laughs> And if you don't like it, well, we'll have to deal with that bit of conflict. You know, but there's a sense of, you know, don't, don't take any of these forms, however subtle and, and beautiful they are, as kind of ultimate truths, ultimate realities, because they're all internal self-forms. And they're motivated through wanting to be something, not wanting to be something. I don't want to be the one who who makes decisions who people might not like. I don't want to be that. I don't want, I don't want to be the person who stands out and is seen. I want to be invisible. You know? Or I want to be the person everybody sees. I want to be completely visible and appreciated. You know? Or I want to be, you know, whatever it is. If you don't want to be anything, you're in trouble. If you, if you want to be something, you're in trouble. <laughs> this is the way we learn. Certainly for most of my, certainly in my teens, twenties and so, more or less every message I got was, sure, they want to be, get out, drop out, pass out, fade out, blot out, blank out, (laughs) get out, (laughs) somewhere or another, get out, you know, get on the road, get moving, get stoned, get out. 
still wanted to be on this level. So it's certainly, you know, been an immense kind of practice to have to be here in some sort of position. Yeah, something I don't know. You know, sometimes it gets right, sometimes I don't get it right. Sometimes it has been, you know, too too challenged by that kind of sense of it, the fear of it. You end up kind of being controlling everything because you just want to try and keep everything quiet so I don't have to be here. <coughs> well, that doesn't work. Trying to make it all happy doesn't work. I don't want to have to deal with all these kind of changing, shifting, odd stuff, conflicting, pushing this, nagging that. You know, I want to just be left sort of nice, stable state. It doesn't happen. You end up kind of trying to create a fortress or having to control everything, being resentful, having your time taken with all sorts of bits and pieces you didn't want to bother with, don't waste my time, so you get niggly and fed up, you know, all these kind of things. Eventually, just through just the pain of, of this, you eventually just grow more and more towards just look, I give up, you know. <laughs> I'll just be with what, when it, how it comes. You know, I'll try and aim for that. I'm not going to get it right, but that's what my aim. You know. Uh, and what I'll be, well, I'll be with whatever as best I can. And I'll try to learn that. And not ask it to go any particular way. So I make my peace with the world. Certainly if that's carried my senses, if that's carried through, really carried through deeply, you know, so there's not the regret or the hankering for something else or the sense of self-sacrifice or being a martyr or anything like that. You carry it through deeply so actually kind of cleans out all this these inner resistances and personae that creep into the mind there's a sense in which this just you know it can really feel like there's no pressure here actually it's like learning to balance anything isn't it you know first of all is that nervy Tension from one tension to another tension, then trying to, and then eventually just get the flow. And you don't mind moving along, carrying your little cup of soy milk on one finger, trying to open a gate with the other while your hat blows off in the wind. <laughs> you know, you just, oh well. <laughs> you, know, you just uh, find the balance. That's what's important, isn't it? For each of us. Because in that, then, you know you can't have it, you can't have it all on the gross level. The gross level is the level of separation, loss, change, comparisons, better, worse. You know, it's, that's what it's about. It doesn't change from that. It never will change from that. You get it, so it's good enough 
to no longer be really, um, you know, the source of the difficulties. And then one, you find yourself able to just sense the, the bearing, the bearing with becomes a joy in itself. The being with is not just an endurance, it's a joyful sensitivity. And the subtleness of that is of a kind of continuity of energy and awareness that is so with things that it doesn't have the time or the room to keep generating these self gross self forms so this is the paradox of a kind of an emptiness of self comes through the fullness of being the fullness of being empties the self when there's some sort of self presence it means something is lacking something's not being fulfilled and that's where we have to that's where the question is what is it what are you not bearing in mind? What are you? What am I pushing under the carpet? What am I not owning up to? What am I not owning in myself? My anger, my tendency to violence, wherever that is, however small it is, you know, my sense appetites, wherever they are, you know, my protective instincts, you know, however they form, you know, kind of come to these, be with those, allow them, they will transmute. 